Welcome to Mental Wealth, the podcast to invest in your mind. Here I will help you make sense of your mind and behaviours, giving you the tools to have your best life. There is so much to share, so let's get into this episode and explore another great topic. So welcome to episode 31, and here we are in January 2024. I am delighted to say that I'm sharing this space with a very special lady, somebody I've met fairly recently, and I'd like to welcome Lisa Harper to this episode. Thank you, Alison, for having me along. It's uh, I've been really thrilled when you invited me to come on to the podcast, so uh, I'm looking forward to our chat. Me too, me too. So, Lisa, tell everyone a little bit more about you first to get us started. Okay, so I'm Lisa, Lisa Harper. I live in Greater Manchester in a, a place called Cheadle Hume. Um, I've lived in the North West for, since 1977 actually, but as you can probably tell from my accent, I hail from the black country. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm the youngest of eight kids, uh, so you can see I'm a chatty person. Uh, but I moved up to the Northwest when I uh, got married to my first husband. I had a couple of kids. Um, uh, they're older and I've got a couple of grandchildren. So I've been in business uh, for myself since 2007, but I've had about 30 plus years in HR, uh, HR consultancy predominantly. But the last, I'd say, five years, I've been more focused on coaching and mentoring business owners on really understanding the purpose of their business and how to engage much more effectively with their employees. Mm. Um, And I've transitioned that a little bit more now because, as I say to people, um, you know, when they ask about me, you know, my life is in three sections. The first 35 years, I'm now coming to the end of the second 35 years, and I'm now about to embark on the next 35 years. Brilliant. So in the last 12 months, I've created a a club called findyourtribe.club. Uh, and that is predominantly being born out of people asking me to pull something together where they can follow what I wear and, and you know, my thoughts, my ideas, and sort of bringing a tribe of people, like-minded people together. And so findyourtribe.club has been born out of that. And I guess the four cornerstones of findyourtribe.club are, and our values is about collaboration. It's about connectivity, because we all need to feel connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about camaraderie. You know, most of my longtime friends I've met through networking. That's how we met Alison. And then last but not least, it's about building a community, a community where you feel that you belong and a community where you feel that someone's got your back. Love so, that. so that's where I'm up to now, Alison. I love that. And I remember you saying the uh, your life is in stages when I first heard you speaking and I thought I love that idea of saying I've had my thir- the first 35 years and then I'm here I am and I just think it's really healthy to see it like that to sort of see it in stages because life yeah. is is a bit like that anyway isn't it so I think it'd be brilliant for us to home in on almost the essence of what your club is about yeah. but also just helping people think about themselves because I like the, the episodes mm. to have that relatableness about mm. how important it is to have people around you, to have your tribe so that you can have, as you say, the connection, the the collaboration, the building up and how important that is. I think it's um, important for us just to raise that possibility because some people do find themselves 
not mixing with the right people or mixing with anyone at all, particularly with the way that some people's jobs have gone working from home. So let's have a think about what what do you think is the most important thing around that whole essence of finding your tribe, whatever that might look like? Okay, so so I can only speak from my own experience, Alison. So when I think about it, you know, as I said in the beginning, I moved from the Midlands in 1977 to to the Northwest. I'd never lived in the Northwest. All I knew about the Northwest was Coronation Street. And that was my vision of what Manchester looked like. I was very surprised when I moved here uh, that it was, you know, it wasn't like that at all. But but I guess I left my tribe at home and I was absolutely bereft. You know, yes, I'd come to start a new life with my new husband, but, you know, I'd left my family, the youngest of eight kids, my support network. And I used to have to go home every weekend because, honestly, I was beside myself. Mm. And I think that's the thing about a tribe. The first tribe you ever belong to is your family tribe, good or bad, because there might be some people going, no, I don't like being part of it. You know, my family's a pain in the bus, but but they are that is your first tribe you experience. But I was very, very fortunate because when I went to move to the Northwest, uh, my husband worked in a business and he'd got some nice contacts and we socialised and I made some really, really good friends. Mm. And so I started to build that nucleus of friendship. So the, the visits back home became less frequent. And then obviously I started to have my own little tribe, you know, in, in, in 79, my first daughter was born and in 83, my second daughter was born. So I'd really start to build that community. And, and I did work part time. You know, I worked in a pub, I sold Tupperware because I needed to feel that sense of belonging. But as time went on, obviously, I started to create a tribe within my workplace. And I think it's so important if we fast forward to now, you know, I talk about the second 35 years of my life. In that second 35 years of my life, you know, uh, I got divorced from a husband. That was traumatic. And I really did need my, I guess, my social tribe around me and my family tribe. I remarried. Um, and we talk about mental wellness, you know, my, my second marriage, my, my husband committed suicide and, you know, and that was extremely traumatic for me. You know, mm-hmm. I found him, all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, which, I, you know, I don't want you to make it sound like poor me. Mm-hmm. But again, if I hadn't have had the support of my kids, my family, my friends, I cannot tell you the amount of people who came together to help me. And that's why I've always advocated you've got to be part of a tribe. Mm. If your family tribe isn't the right tribe or your social tribe isn't the right tribe, you've got to find a tribe that really, really does support you because it's so important to have that support network. You mentioned, Alison, um, you know, particularly now since sort of since COVID and the whole thing working from home, I think COVID for most people was a really difficult time because of isolation. Mm. And everybody found ways to try and connect. Thank God for Zoom and Teams and all of that sort of stuff. But for me, my tribe has, has, has become, I guess, in two, this year, 2024, I'm looking to launch it as a, a membership because I'm looking there to help women predominantly. But, you know, look, 
I'm happy for men to join my drive. Mm. You know, it's not an exclusive female club, but it's there to provide motivation, inspiration. You know, as as we get older, sometimes our pride leave us, our children go off, as mine have done. Mine both live in Amsterdam. Uh, and so it's about being part of a community where you can learn, you can still continue your personal development. That's brilliant for your brain. It's absolutely important to get back to you, to your own authenticity. And, mm. and that is so important when you're part of a tribe. So that's why it's been important to me, Alison. I think that's brilliant. I think it's just remembering that we are social beings, aren't we, as humans? You know, this idea that we do live in like you say, tribes or groups of people and and just paying attention to that if that's not happening for you. I think one of the things I'd like to come back to or to highlight a little bit is when you, so you've talked a lot, Lisa, about finding your tribe. And I think that the word your tribe is the most important part of that, isn't it? Is the people that can let you show up as you uh, tap into your yeah. authenticity because there's so much fakeness out there now. Yeah. You might be in a group of people, but they're not your tribe. But I think the thing that I'd like to just put a little bit of attention on, and, and I'm interested in what you think, is when we are in a dysfunctional tribe, so that might be your family, as you highlighted. Yeah. It could be a group of friends. It could be a group of old friends yeah. from the past or a group of colleagues that really doesn't serve you. And yet we still keep going back. We still find time and give these people time and energy. And I just wondered what your thoughts are on that, uh, just to give people, a, I suppose, permission really to step away from groups and tribes and families that don't work for us. And I think that's a really interesting point, Alison, you know, Look, we've all been, we've all had friendships and relationships and all that sort of stuff that haven't worked for us, whether they're, you know, I've been divorced, I've had a marriage that hasn't worked. But I think you, you've just got to be honest with yourself. You've got to ask yourself, does this serve me well? You know, and if it doesn't serve you, you have got to find a way to extricate yourself mm-hmm. from that situation. It isn't easy. Because you have loyalty, you've got, oh, what's so-and-so got to say? I mean, what has helped me 100%, you know, since I've sort of been in my late 30s, I've always been an advocate of personal development. You know, I read. I won't, I don't say I read avidly because when I get into bed, I read a book, I can drop off to sleep, but I listen mm. to Audible. My car is my university. So I listen to development books. I listen to podcasts. I do training courses. I do, you know, and I don't do a training course and think, oh, well, that's a good one to do. I walk the talk because until you, until you hear from other people and you think, wow, that's just like me. They managed to do it. You know, I think it, it, you can't be an island and think, oh, well, look, you know, Fred, my best friend, I've known, I've known him for 200 years, but you know, it depresses me every time I see him. But I've got to, you know, I've got to be with Fred. I've been his friend for 200 years. Sometimes you've got to be able to say, this isn't working. I think that's so important. And I think just hearing you say that, hopefully, and I'm agreeing, the reminder that sometimes it is okay 
to just say, actually, no, it's not serving me and it's not actually giving me what I want. Because all the energy that we put into those dysfunctional things almost prevent us from then putting our energy into the things that are going to work for us. And and it's interesting because again, being part of Find Your Tribe, and 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 this year in twenty twenty four, I want people to watch out for the tag "Women with Wisdom." There are a lot of women who are, you know, they've they've had successful careers, you know, they 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 may not be doing paid work, but they're doing some some sort of work, and they still got such a lot to give and a lot to give to women who are experiencing all the things that they experienced 20 years, uh, you know, and nothing is new. No. You know, people think, oh, this is new, you know. And and, and unfortunately, I feel that too much, uh, too much importance is put on what it says on, you know, well, if it's on TikTok or if it's on Instagram or if it's on Facebook, sometimes you need to listen to the people who might be able to help you, you know, you may, you know, I, I, I've had it before where someone says, well, I couldn't speak to my mom about that, but I can speak to you about it, Lisa. Mm. And, and it's about finding, finding that. And, and some younger women don't even have a mom. They haven't had the good grace for their mom to survive beyond a certain time. So that's why it's so important to have a tribe. If you've got these issues where you think, oh God, this tribe are really not, you know, move yourself towards a tribe that you do start to resonate with because you know the moment you're with people who resonate it's not so hard to let go of the ones who don't Mm, I think that's a really good point isn't it is once you've found your your new place it becomes less important or maybe it's more obvious then that those people were just they're actually causing me distress discomfort Mm. etc but I think the other thing that I've noticed over my also colorful journey of life is that when we are with the people who we're meant to be with, mm. that's when we are more likely to actually grow, stretch, be more vulnerable, be more uncomfortable because mm. they're allowing you, they're holding that space. You know, when I was back in my day where I used to think that being my tribe were the people who were, you know, going to, I suppose, make me feel better. Actually, no, that's they, they weren't doing that at all. It was a completely false situation it was definitely the ones who let me just be me for being me sake and accepting me for that and I think there you try but when you find them and there doesn't have to be many something else I remember my mum used to say to me you know when I was young Grace I have like tons of friends I thought everybody was my friend and she used to say to me you know you don't need loads of friends Alison I'd be like I do mum you know I do these are all really important to me and I was doing all these things with all these people. And actually, one of the things that she was right about was exactly this, finding just a few people who get you or allow you to be you is so, so important, isn't it? It is. And those, you know, those people who always, every time you come up with an idea, knock you down, those aren't your friends. I mean, there's a, you know, a well-known saying that you meet people for a reason, a season or for life. Mm. If you meet, if you've got, if you've got a half a dozen lifers in your network, you are a very blessed person. Yeah. Those are the people who, you know, they would lie down and die for you. Yeah. You know, that they're, they're yeah, yeah. Do that but there will people who will come in they'll come into your life for a reason mm. they might come in for a short period of time but because we're all passing through this life however long 
we're given on this planet. We're all passing through. And actually, you have to experience some of those not so positive relationships in order to appreciate the great ones when they come along. Yeah, and I think you raise a good point there. It is sometimes the stuff that doesn't work out actually shows us the the most important lessons, Mm. whether that's in a relationship, a friendship or a tribe. And I think for me, when I'm thinking about a tribe, you know, all the different kinds of things that a tribe can give you, because we have different tribes or different friends for different mm. people. Sometimes it's it's those people that you can just go and have a good laugh with and mm. there isn't anything. Or there's another group or another person that you can get really deep with and mm. you can have a really big conversation. And mm. for me, it's that sort of mixture, isn't it, of what it is that they're giving you. And that's what happens in any tribe. You know, you'll have, you know, if you think about tribes from from way, way back. You know, a tribe would have a hierarchy. They'd have the medicine man or the, you know, the herbal person. They would have the, the wise person, the person that would always go for advice and comfort. And, and you have that in families and you have that in your social network. But again, you will know those people who you absolutely trust, who you know the proverbial has hit the fan, I need to go and speak to someone and it might not be the same person and a good person in a tribe would say do you know Alison you've got a real you know you've got something really going on there that I'd love to be able to help you with but I actually think so and so might be able to help you but more so than me because mm-hmm. we can't fix everybody's problems that's the other thing you have to appreciate in a tribe you can't fix it for everybody yeah and I think that's the thing about life, isn't it? With is it's having the people there to help support you so that you can find your own answers, whatever whatever it is that you're looking for. But I think with a tribe, like you say, it's that collection, isn't it, that makes it interesting, that collection of people um, rather than, I mean, obviously some people do just have one best friend. But I think the tribe for me feels like it's a common ground Mm. create that and that's where Mm. you know we have got the luxury if that's the right word of things like groups on facebook where a collection of people who would Mm. never normally have come together come together they do they do and i think that is so important you know that you can look on facebook i would uh, you know despite all the challenges that i've experienced in my life you know and i've had a few because i think i said you know when we spoke alison you know, when I went through the menopause uh, or started the menopause, I developed breast cancer. Now, I was fortunate because it was diagnosed early uh, and also because of the treatment. I never really experienced the menopause, you right. know, because, you know, and, and I know some women have really, really difficult times. But, you know, that was a severe change in my life that occurred that happened to me after my mom had passed away and but because I've got some good you know I've got sisters older sisters and I've got some really great friends my older sister took the role of my mom you know every time I had chemo she used to come and stay with me Mm. and that's what is so important it's knowing and identifying how you can absolutely help someone but if you can't help them who else can help them if you can't and you've got to be that navigator of, you know, you've got to be that navigator of wiseness and information within that tribe. Mm, I love that. That's what we look to do. Yeah, I think that's really important, isn't it? I think the thing that is sort of standing out for me with 
our conversation today, Lisa, is just to encourage those that are listening in today to kind of maybe just do a little mini assess on who you're hanging out with. Mm. You know, is it serving you? Are they making you feel good? Are they pulling you back or are they encouraging you? Are they your cheerleaders? What is it that's missing and what kind of things are you looking for to to help you? I mean, a, a tribe might be connected to a hobby or an activity, mightn't it? Yeah. Could be absolutely any anything that that is missing for you. And I think one of the things I notice about the way that people are is they'll often be sort of unconsciously or consciously moaning about something not feeling right, but then not doing anything. anything right. Yeah, not doing anything about it. I mean, the only the only person who can ever put anything right for you is yourself. So you can moan till the, till the the cows come home, but the only person who can take action is you. And ultimately, in any relationship that you have, we mentioned this earlier. Anything that you do, you know, keep playing it out and keep rerunning it in your head without having some form of solution. Mm. You may not have the solution yourself at that moment in time but that's why I encourage people if you're part of a supported tribe someone will help you get to that solution whether it be a coach whether it be a mentor someone will help you get to that solution but you can only come to that solution yourself because you've got to buy into it 100% so so you're absolutely right Alison you know you can we can all sit back and moan forever but moaning or being you know, being depressed. I mean, I know depression is a really serious condition, so I'm not under, I'm not underestimating that in any way. But you know, not getting up and doing what needs to be done—it's yeah. only within our own gift to do. I think so. I think that's the thing, isn't it? You can feel quite lonely and isolated, or you can kind of think, "What am I going to do?" And and I think getting the right kind of people around you. Not only is a big step potentially, but it then so much more is going to come out from yourself by just engaging with others. And something that you said earlier, and, and I'm always saying on this podcast and in a lot of my work is all these things help us realize that we're not on our own. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I think that's so important. I mean, I, 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 it, I'm sure you have it near you, but there's a, an app called Nextdoor and it's, it's an, a national thing. And a guy put on this comment and well, I assumed it was a, a woman actually. So that's, you know, that's, you know, that because they'd said something like, I'm happily married. I've got a wonderful home. You know, financially everything is marvelous. I've got two grandchildren, two kids, blah, blah, blah. And I'm so lonely. And, and then when I reread it, it was a guy, but in that next door app, loads and loads of people offered some suggestions and thoughts and ideas on what that person could do. And and he was clearly very, 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 very grateful that he, you know, and and so obviously in that small community, there were some daft comments made on there, but I think they were light-hearted comments. Mm -hmm. By the same token, I think that really helped that person and he felt he could, because it's difficult, actually, guys, well, I'm being, I'm, 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 I'm being, uh, in my experience, guys find it harder to reach out. You know, I mean, mm. I talked about my husband committing suicide. He, I knew he was depressed. But after he died, none of his friends said, we never knew the extent of Jack's depression. He never spoke about it to us. Mm. And, 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 and I think the point about having a tribe that you can trust, 
it's somewhere that you can go to go to talk and yeah we all know talking therapy is very good for us or just having that space to just know that somebody else has it might do the talking about themselves and you then can just listen in and think okay this is the similar for me and then you know build on that because you know we all know that especially men um uh, sometimes don't like to talk about these things but i think just hearing somebody else talking about them your tribe would offer you that yeah absolutely absolutely so important so as we start january 2024 we can really start to think about who's in your tribe have you even got a tribe if you have are they the right people in there what kind of things and i think one of the things that i hope we can highlight from this is to say it's okay if you haven't got the right people around you what are you going to do to kind of alleviate that yeah and and honestly you know if if people want to look into findyourtribe.club a bit more you can have a look on on facebook as the year as the year progresses uh, i will be building a web page on uh, that's all being sorted as we speak um but look you know just find the people who bring you joy. It only have to be one person. It doesn't have to be a dozen people. It can be one person who brings you joy yeah. and find that one person. And I think something that I want to highlight there again, I'm kind of keeping in mind people who might feel a little bit isolated. Um, Christmas can be quite difficult mm. for people who don't feel like they've got a, a, a big family or a big tribe, if you like, is to to reach out. I hear people often saying, you know, you know, I didn't want to reach out to them because I think they're really busy and they possibly haven't got time for me and things. And that's where a group, a tribe, there's always going to be somebody available, isn't there, in that Absolutely. tribe. And I think just keeping that in mind of, of it's okay to reach out and, and ask for help because so many people do find that quite difficult to do. People make assumptions, you know, they say, oh, you know, when it's happened to me in the past, you know, people have said, oh, well, I didn't want to ask you to any help this because I know you're dead busy. <laughs> well, give me the choice. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's the thing. Ask, and if I can help, I will. If I can't, I'll be as honest to say I can't help at this time, but what about XXX, you know, so... Yeah. Don't make assumptions because we all make assumptions in our head. We all talk ourselves out of doing stuff. We really do, don't we? And I think when it's something that matters to you and we know that social connection and being able to kind of share with people is is just, it's the glue really to so much of the way humans feel good and how the mind can feel good. So when we're denying ourselves that, it's just so important. It is. It, it, it is. It is really important to reach out and, do you know, there's so many great, you know, great events out there that people can attend online, in person. You know, people can go on to meet up, which is another great uh, way to meet new people. Mm. So, so it's just about putting your toe in the water and, and really, really trying to experience something different because you never know, something different could be just the thing you've been looking for. I love that. And I think, or it could be something new and something fresh, or it could be something that you used to do yeah. and you used to be involved with that you loved. And yeah. actually you've you've got back to that. It's got me thinking, I used to do salsa dancing and have not done it for a long time. And I'm just wondering now, 2024, shall I go back? 
Yeah, come on, Alison, get those dance shoes out. <laughs> get back to my little dancing tribe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, brilliant. Oh, thank you, Lisa, for coming and sharing this space with me today. No, honestly, Alison, I've really, really loved it, loved our talk. And, I, and it's a thing that I, you know, it's something I hold dear to my heart. Mm. Um, and I, I just, none of us are meant to be alone. And I think we all want to be part of some form of community. Just as a, I, I was on a call earlier um, in the week uh, and a guy is an IT guy. He's got an IT company. And he said he thought that all of his team would not want to come back into the office because they're all IT geeks, mm-hmm. as he described them, not my description. That was his description. Mm-hmm. And he said he was really, really surprised after COVID how they all wanted to come back into the office and didn't want mm-hmm. to work from home. And that's what I found with my HR hat on. Although a lot of people liked working from home, they actually missed the camaraderie of being in the workplace. I think that's something that a lot of businesses are still navigating, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of mixture and how you help people who are different because every person Mm -hmm. in your team is going to be different. Some, like you say, love working from home and are really happy and then others are absolutely at the other end Mm -hmm. of the scale. But I think it's the... The mixture that businesses are working on because, yeah, a work, your work colleagues are a tribe of some form. They are good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. Brilliant. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. Really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks, Alison. So in next week's episode, we are going to share the space with Lucy Gossard, who is a 14-time triathlete. She is an incredible woman. I did the Yorkshire Three Peaks with her in September last year, and I can't wait to share with you our conversation. Thank you for listening and sharing in this episode of Mental Wealth. Remember, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. My last question to you is what is the one small thing that you can take action on from this episode? Message me on Instagram or through our website with questions you'd like me to explore. You'll find the links in the show notes. I'll be back with more tools and tips to make sense of your mind in the next episode. In the meantime, be kind to yourself. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,